Chapter twenty two of the Constitution of Athens by Aristotle. Translated by Sir Frederick Kenyon. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Geoffrey Edwards. Chapter twenty two. By these reforms, the Constitution became much more democratic than that of Solon the laws of solon had been obliterated by disuse during the period of the tyranny and new ones had been drawn up in their place by cleisthenes with the object of securing the goodwill of the masses among these was the law concerning ostracism four years after the establishment of this system in the archonship of hermocreon they first imposed upon the council of five hundred the oath which they take to the present day next they began to elect the generals according to tribes one from each tribe while the polemarch was the commander of the whole army then eleven years later they won the victory of marathon in the archonship of phenipos and two years after this victory when the people had now gained self-confidence they for the first time made use of the law of ostracism this was originally passed as a precaution against men in high office because pisistratus took advantage of his position as a popular leader and general to make himself tyrant and the first person ostracized was one of his relatives hipparchus son of charmos of the deme of colitus the very person on whose account especially cleisthenes had passed the law as he wished to get rid of him hitherto however he had escaped for the athenians with the usual leniency of the democracy allowed all the partisans of the tyrants who had not joined in their evil deeds in the time of the troubles to remain in the city and the chief and leader of these was hipparchus then in the very next year in the archonship of telesinos they for the first time since the tyranny elected tribe by tribe the nine archons by lot out of the five hundred candidates selected by the deems all the earlier ones having been elected by vote and in the same year megacles son of hippocrates of the deme of elopache was ostracized thus for three years they continued to ostracize the friends of the tyrants on whose account the law had been passed but in the following year they began to remove others as well including any one who seemed to be more powerful than was expedient the first person unconnected with the tyrants who was ostracized was xanthippos son of eriphron two years later in the archonship of nicodemus the mines of meronia were discovered and the state made a profit of a hundred talents from the working of them some persons advised the people to make a distribution of the money among themselves but this was prevented by themistocles he refused to say on what he proposed to spend the money but he bade them lend it to the hundred richest men in athens one talent to each and then if the manner in which it was employed pleased the people the expenditure should be charged to the state but otherwise the state should receive the sum back from those to whom it was lent on these terms he received the money and with it he had a hundred triremes built each of the hundred individuals building one 
and it was with these ships that they fought the battle of salamis against the barbarians about this time aristides the son of lysimachus was ostracized three years later however in the archon ship of hypsicides all the ostracized persons were recalled on account of the advance of the army of xerxes and it was laid down for the future that persons under sentence of ostracism must live between Garestos and Scalaeum on pain of losing their civic rights irrevocably. Chapter 23 Up to this point had the city progressed by this time, growing gradually with the growth of the democracy. But after the Persian wars, the council of Areopagus once more developed strength and assumed the control of the state. It did not acquire this supremacy by virtue of any formal decree, but because it had been the cause of the battle of salamis being fought when the generals were utterly at a loss how to meet the crisis and made proclamation that every one should see to his own safety the areopagus provided a donation of money distributing eight drachmas to each member of the ship's crews and so prevailed on them to go on board on these grounds it obtained a great advance in public estimation and during this period athens was well administered at this time they devoted themselves to the prosecution of the war and were in high repute among the greeks and the command by sea was conferred upon them in spite of the opposition of the lacedaemonians the leaders of the people during this period were aristides son of lysimachus and themistocles son of neocles of whom the latter devoted himself to the conduct of war while the former had the reputation of being a clever statesman and the most upright man of his time accordingly the one was usually employed as general the other as a political adviser the rebuilding of the fortifications they conducted in combination although they were political opponents but it was aristides who guided the public policy in the matter of the defection of the ionian states from the alliance with sparta seizing the opportunity afforded by the discredit brought upon the lacedaemonians by the misconduct of pausanias it follows that it was he who arranged the tribute from the various allied states which was first instituted two years after the battle of salamis in the archonship of timosthenes and it was he who took the oath of offensive and defensive alliance with the ionians on which occasion they cast the masses of iron into the sea. Chapter 24 After this, seeing the state growing in confidence and much wealth accumulated, he advised the people to lay hold of the leadership of the league, and to quit the country districts and settle in the city. He pointed out to them that all would be able to gain a living there, some by service in the army, others in the garrisons, others by taking a part in public affairs, and in this way they would secure the leadership this advice was taken and when the people had assumed the supreme control they proceeded to treat their allies in a more imperious fashion with the exception of the Caians, lesbians and samians these they maintained to protect their empire leaving their constitutions untouched and allowing them to retain whatever dominion they then possessed they also secured an ample maintenance for the mass of the population in the way which aristides had pointed out to them 
out of the proceeds of the tributes and the taxes and the contributions of the allies more than twenty thousand persons were maintained there were six thousand jurymen one thousand six hundred bowmen one thousand two hundred knights five hundred members of the council five hundred guards of the dockyards besides fifty guards in the city there were some seven hundred magistrates at home and some seven hundred abroad further when they subsequently went to war there were in addition two thousand five hundred heavy armed troops twenty guard ships and other ships which collected the tributes with crews amounting to two thousand men selected by lot and besides these there were the persons maintained at the pritoneum and orphans and jailers since all these were supported by the state chapter twenty five in this way the people earned their livelihood the supremacy of the areopagus lasted however for about seventeen years after the persian wars although gradually declining but as the strength of the masses increased Ephialtes, son of sophonides a man with a reputation for incorruptibility and possessing a high public character who had become the leader of the people made an attack upon that council first of all he brought about the ruin of many of its members by bringing actions against them with reference to their administration then in the archonship of conon he stripped the council of all the acquired prerogatives from which it derived its guardianship of the constitution and assigned some of them to the council of five hundred and others to the assembly and the law courts in this revolution he was assisted by themistocles who was himself a member of the areopagus but was expecting to be tried before it on a charge of treasonable dealings with persia this made him anxious that it should be overthrown and accordingly he warned Ephialtes that the council intended to arrest him while at the same time he informed the areopagites that he would reveal to them certain persons who were conspiring to subvert the constitution he then conducted the representatives delegated by the council to the residence of Ephialtes, promising to show them the conspirators who assembled there and proceeded to converse with them in an earnest manner Ephialtes, seeing this was seized with alarm and took refuge in suppliant guise at the altar every one was astounded at the occurrence and presently when the council of five hundred met Ephialtes and themistocles together proceeded to denounce the areopagus to them this they repeated in similar fashion in the assembly until they succeeded in depriving it of its power not long afterwards however Ephialtes was assassinated by aristodicus of tanagra in this way was the council of areopagus deprived of its guardianship of the state chapter twenty six after this revolution the administration of the state became more and more lax in consequence of the eager rivalry of candidates for popular favour during this period the moderate party as it happened had no real chief their leader being simon son of miltiades who was a comparatively young man and had been late in entering public life and at the same time the mass of the people suffered great losses by war the soldiers for active service were selected at that time from the roll of citizens 
and as the generals were men of no military experience who owed their position solely to their family standing it continually happened that some two or three thousand of the troops perished on an expedition and in this way the best men alike of the lower and the upper classes were exhausted the result was that in most matters of administration less heed was paid to the laws than had formerly been the case no alteration however was made in the method of election of the nine archons except that five years after the death of ephialtes it was decided that the candidates to be submitted to the lot for that office might be selected from the zugite as well as from the higher classes the first archon from that class was Menesithides. up to this time all the archons had been taken from the pentacosium edimni and knights while the zugite were confined to the ordinary magistracies save where an evasion of the law was overlooked four years later in the archonship of lysicrates the thirty quotes, local justices as they were called were re-established and two years afterwards in the archonship of antidotus in consequence of the great increase in the number of citizens it was resolved on the motion of pericles that no one should be admitted to the franchise who was not of citizen birth by both parents chapter twenty seven after this pericles assumed the position of popular leader having first distinguished himself while still a young man by prosecuting simon on the audit of his official accounts as general under his auspices the constitution became still more democratic he took away some of the privileges of the areopagus and above all he turned the policy of the state in the direction of naval dominion which caused the masses to acquire confidence in themselves and consequently to take the conduct of affairs more and more into their own hands moreover forty-eight years after the battle of salamis in the archonship of pythodorus the peloponnesian war broke out during which the populace was shut up in the city and became accustomed to gain its livelihood by military service and so partly voluntarily and partly involuntarily determined to assume the administration of the state itself pericles was also the first to institute pay for service in the law courts as a bid for popular favour to counterbalance the wealth of simon the latter having private possessions of royal splendour not only performed the regular public services magnificently but also maintained a large number of his fellow demesmen any member of the dema of lacciade could go every day to simon's house and there receive a reasonable provision and his estate was guarded by no fences so that any one who liked might help himself to the fruit from it pericles private property was quite unequal to this magnificence and accordingly he took the advice of demonides of ea bracket, who was commonly supposed to be the person who prompted pericles in most of his measures and was therefore subsequently ostracized close bracket, which was that as he was beaten in the matter of private possessions he should make presents to the people from their own property and accordingly he instituted pay for the members of the juries some persons accuse him of thereby causing a deterioration in the character of the juries since it was always the inferior people who were anxious to submit themselves for selection as jurors 
rather than the men of better position moreover bribery came into existence after this the first person to introduce it being anytos after his command at pylos he was prosecuted by certain individuals on account of his loss of pylos but escaped by bribing the jury chapter twenty eight so long however as pericles was leader of the people things went tolerably well with the state but when he was dead there was a great change for the worse then for the first time did the people choose a leader who was of no reputation among men of good standing whereas up to this time such men had always been found as leaders of the democracy the first leader of the people in the very beginning of things was solon and the second was pisistratus both of them men of birth and position after the overthrow of the tyrants there was cleisthenes a member of the house of the alcmionidae and he had no rival opposed to him after the expulsion of the party of isagoras after this xanthippos was the leader of the people and miltiades of the upper class then came themistocles and aristides and after them ephialtes as leader of the people and simon son of miltiades of the wealthier class pericles followed as leader of the people and thucydides who was connected by marriage with simon of the opposition after the death of pericles nicias who subsequently fell in sicily appeared as leader of the aristocracy and cleon son of cleanatos as that of the people the latter seems more than any one else to have been the cause of the corruption of the democracy by his wild undertakings and he was the first to use unseemly shouting and coarse abuse on the bima and to harangue the people with his cloak girt up short about him whereas all his predecessors had spoken decently and in order these were succeeded by thyromenes son of hagnon as leader of the one party and the lyre-maker cleophon of the people it was cleophon who first granted the two obol donation for the theatrical performances and for some time he continued to give it but then callicrates of penia ousted him by promising to add a third obol to the sum both of these persons were subsequently condemned to death for the people even if they are deceived for a time in the end generally come to detest those who have beguiled them into any unworthy action after cleophon the popular leadership was occupied successively by the men who chose to talk the biggest and pander the most to the tastes of the majority with their eyes fixed only on the interests of the moment the best statesmen at athens after those of early times seem to have been nicias thucydides and thyramenes as to nicias and thucydides nearly every one agrees that they were not merely men of birth and character but also statesmen and that they ruled the state with paternal care on the merits of thyramenes opinion is divided because it so happened that in his time public affairs were in a very stormy state but those who give their opinion deliberately find him not as his critics falsely assert overthrowing every kind of constitution but supporting every kind so long as it did not transgress the laws thus showing that he was able as every good citizen should be 
to live under any form of constitution while he refused to countenance illegality and was its constant enemy chapter twenty nine so long as the fortune of the war continued even the athenians preserved the democracy but after the disaster in sicily when the lacedaemonians had gained the upper hand through their alliance with the king of persia they were compelled to abolish the democracy and establish in its place the constitution of the four hundred the speech recommending this course before the vote was made by melobios and the motion was drawn up by pythodorus son of epizelos but the real argument which persuaded the majority was the belief that the king of persia was more likely to form an alliance with them if they should establish an oligarchy the motion of pythodorus was to the following effect the popular assembly was to elect twenty persons over forty years of age who in conjunction with the existing ten members of the committee of public safety should take an oath that they would frame such proposals as they thought best for the state and should then draw up proposals for the public safety in addition any other person was free to make any proposition he liked so that the people might be able to choose the best of all the courses suggested to them Cladophon concurred with the motion of pythodorus but proposed that the committee should also investigate the ancient laws enacted by cleisthenes when he created the democracy in order that they might have these two before them before deciding on what was the best his suggestion being that the constitution of cleisthenes was not really democratical but closely akin to that of solon when the committee was elected their first proposal was that the Prytanes should be compelled to put to the vote any motion that was offered on behalf of the public safety next they abolished all indictments for illegal proposals all impeachments and public prosecutions in order that every athenian should be free to give his counsel on the situation if he chose and they decreed that if any person imposed a fine on any other for his acts in this respect or prosecuted him or summoned him before the courts he should on an information being laid against him be summarily arrested and brought before the generals who should deliver him to the eleven to be put to death after these preliminary measures they drew up the constitution in the following manner the revenues of the state were not to be spent on any purpose except the war all magistrates should serve without remuneration so long as the war should last except the nine archons and the pretanes for the time being who should each receive three obols a day the general franchise was to be committed so long as the war should last to all athenians who were most capable of serving the state personally or pecuniarily to the number of not less than five thousand this body was to have full powers to the extent even of making treaties with whomsoever they willed and ten men over forty years of age were to be elected out of each tribe to draw up the list of the five thousand after taking an oath on a full and perfect sacrifice chapter thirty these were the proposals put forward by the committee and when they had been ratified the five thousand elected from their own number a hundred commissioners to draw up the constitution they on their appointment drew up and produced the following propositions 
there should be a council holding office for a year consisting of men over thirty years of age serving without pay to this body should belong the generals the nine archons the amphictyonic register brackets hieromnemon the taxiarchs the hipparchs the philarchs the commanders of garrisons the treasurers of athena and the other gods ten in number the hellenic treasurers brackets hellenotamiae the treasurers of the other non-sacred monies to the number of twenty the ten commissioners of sacrifices brackets hieropoe and the ten superintendents of the mysteries all these were to be appointed by the council from a larger number of selected candidates chosen from its members for the time being the other offices were all to be filled by lot and not from the members of the council the hellenic treasurers who actually administered the funds were not to be members of the council as regards the future four councils were to be created of men of the age already mentioned and one of these was to be chosen by lot to take office at once while the others were to receive it in turn in the order decided by the lot for this purpose the hundred commissioners were to distribute themselves and all the rest as equally as possible into four parts and cast lots for precedence and the selected body should hold office for a year they were to administer that office as seemed to them best both with reference to the safe custody and due expenditure of the finances and generally with all other matters to the best of their ability if they desired to take a larger number of persons into council each member might call in one assistant of his own choice subject to the same qualification of age the council was to sit once every five days unless there was any special need for more frequent sittings the casting of the lot for the council was to be held by the nine archons votes on divisions were to be counted by five persons chosen by lot from the members of the council and of these one was to be selected by lot every day to act as president these five persons were to cast lots for precedence between the parties wishing to appear before the council giving the first place to sacred matters the second to heralds the third to embassies and the fourth to all other subjects but matters concerning the war might be dealt with on the motion of the generals whenever there was need without balloting any member of the council who did not enter the council house at the time named should be fined a drachma for each day unless he was away on leave of absence from the council chapter thirty one such was the constitution which they drew up for the time to come but for the immediate present they devised the following scheme there should be a council of four hundred as in the ancient constitution forty from each tribe chosen out of candidates of more than thirty years of age selected by the members of the tribes this council should appoint the magistrates and draw up the form of oath which they were to take and in all that concerned the laws in the examination of official accounts and in other matters generally it might act according to its discretion it must however observe the laws that might be enacted with reference to the constitution of the state and had no power to alter them nor to pass others 
the generals should be provisionally elected from the whole body of the five thousand but so soon as the council came into existence it was to hold an examination of military equipments and thereon elect ten persons together with a secretary and the persons thus elected should hold office during the coming year with full powers and should have the right whenever they desired it of joining in the deliberations of the council the five thousand was also to elect a single hipparch and ten philarchs but for the future the council was to elect these officers according to the regulations above laid down neither these offices nor any others except those of member of the council and of general might be held more than once either by the first occupants or by their successors with reference to the future distribution of the four hundred into the four successive sections the hundred commissioners must divide them whenever the time comes for the citizens to join in the council along with the rest End of chapter thirty one recording in memory of mitchell edwards